this stuff again, huh? Well, here we are, folks. <laughs> Seems like another day, another challenge. And so we have a little bit of a delay getting on. I'm Tom Young, and we're here for podcasts. Haven't been on for a few days. Hope you caught my radio show Monday this week. On Monday the 12th, uh, it was a three-hour show. You can pick it up by going to WBVP, WMBA on AM radio station, WBBP hyphen WMBA on Facebook, and you can find it. We had a great show, had uh, the Honorable Bob McEwen as a guest, and uh, also had Kim Butler, author of several books, Financial. She's amazing. She's one of my mentors in life. Uh, known her a long, long time. So uh, we're here to make a difference today. We're going to talk about the crash of the Fed today, the Federal Reserve. If they were a bank, they would already be in default. So we're going to talk about interest rates and bonds and, and how that affects all of us and how it may affect us more into the future. We start every presentation with prayers for everybody in the world affected by the COVID virus, which came out of the Wuhan lab in China that is owned and operated by the CCP in China. Was it a bioweapon? I don't know. Uh, but maybe in time we'll find out what really happened. But everybody in some way has had their lives turned upside down. Some have had their health impaired. Some have lost loved ones. So our prayers go out for all of those people that their health would be restored. We pray for those who have lost their loved ones. And we pray especially for the loved ones who have been lost, that the Lord would gather them into his arms and take them. <clears throat> excuse me, to his kingdom of heaven above. We pray for Ukraine and Russia that these men would somehow find a way to stop the destruction and the killing in, in this unwarranted war uh, and also in Israel. Uh, the Holocaust second that happened in October where there were hundreds and hundreds of, of Israelites killed, maimed, raped, beheaded, uh, we pray for all of them that there would be some kind of resolve and, and stop of the destruction that's happening there uh, ongoing. In Jesus' name we pray. You know, it's interesting. I've been doing these a long time now, and, and it's interesting. I get on here, and, and sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I, I make a note. We talked about this on Monday on the radio show that I did. I filled in for Eddie Crow, who is the host uh, that does my week monthly show. It's on the third Tuesday. So next Tuesday at 9.10 a.m. Eastern Time, I will be on the WBBP WMBA radio station, and I will be live on Facebook here and broadcasting my own uh, for my hour radio broadcast. It's going to be an interesting show next week. We're going to continue the discussion of, of the collapse of the financial system in America and, and, and how you and I can protect ourselves from the coming crash. Our quote for today, again, this is still Eleanor Roosevelt. It isn't enough to talk about peace. One must believe in it. 
and it isn't enough to believe in it, one must work at it. So that is an unbelievable statement today. It is so appropriate to the atmosphere that we are currently in in the world today in, in what is going on. Let me, let me talk a little bit about what I call the 30,000-foot view of, of the interest rates. And if I go back to 1968, the Club of Rome was formed. Uh, you can look them up. And, and their mission statement is to predict the future, to try to protect the people. Their first prediction was that crude oil was going to disappear and run out by 1993. Now, we already know that didn't happen. But what it did is the event caused a year later in 1969, OPEC to be formed, which was a model based on the Texas Railroad Commission in the US, look it up. So OPEC was formed in 69, oil was $1.23 for a barrel of crude oil. Three years later, because it was believed at that time that 85% of all the crude oil in the world was under the sands of Saudi Arabia. So three years later, 1972, crude oil approached $12 a barrel. That's a thousand percent increase in three years. Imagine the money they were making. Have you seen any of the pictures of Rida and, and Saudi Arabia now? Uh, and, and the cities that they have built there, uh, amazing. That led to Nixon taking us off the gold standard, removing the gold standard from our currency because we were importing so much oil from Saudi Arabia that it was a fear that they would want the gold and silver because our dollars said gold and silver payable on them. So we were removed from the gold standard. Gold was disconnected from our currency and the currency became known as Federal Reserve Notes. That opened the door to what I refer to as Pandora's box and fractional banking. Now it was slow in the beginning, but in the last 15, 20 years, 25, 30 years, it has gone crazy to where right now the feds have eight plus trillion dollars on their balance sheet. Now, how did that happen? They print money from nothing. They use that currency that they legally can print. See, if you and I did that, that would be called counterfeiting and we would go to jail for a long time. But they do legal counterfeiting in publishing and printing money. They use those dollars to buy assets from the marketplace, basically bonds of the federal government and goes on to their balance sheet. Uh, they bought mortgage bonds a few years ago and what they did, but bonds are the key. So in purchasing bonds, bonds when they're issued have a fixed interest rate coupon attached to them. And for the last 15 or so years, we have seen interest rates at zero, if not near zero, over the last 15, maybe 20 years, back into the 1990s, uh, when Greenspan in 1990 uh, became Fed chairman. And that's another story for another time. But these low interest rates have been there for a long time. Now, the Fed's printing money and shoving it into the marketplace. So what they did is they buy assets from the marketplace, from banks and from the government, and they put capital in place so the banks can loan out more money, i.e. fractional banking. Well, the bottom line 
creation of inflation is what I just described to you. An increase in the money supply. There are more dollars in the marketplace that aren't backed by anything but the Federal Reserve and that increase in dollars in the marketplace cause the dollars that you and I have to be worth less. Example, the last three years, <laughs> your dollar lost 20 cents. At least that based on the government statistics, which aren't always as accurate as I believe they could be. So a dollar three years ago today only buys 80 cents worth of goods and services. That's what's happening. So now the Federal Reserve in the last 15, 18 years, they bought all these bonds that yielded low interest rates. So about 18, 20 months ago, they started to raise the interest rates. The interest rates started at a one quarter of 1% in the marketplace. They are now 5.25, 5.5 in the marketplace. So that interest rate, so if you wanted to buy a new bond, that new bond could yield four, four and a half, five, five and a half percent as a rate of return. I have an older bond, like the feds have on their balance sheet, or the banks have in reserve to back their tier one capital reserves that are yielding low interest rates. So if I have a two interest rate bond and the new bond is paying five, isn't that interesting? I need to liquidate my bond. Would I be able to get the full value of my bond by selling it to somebody else that could in fact buy a new bond yielding 5% where my bond only yields 2%. So I would have to take a dramatic discount in value. I would actually lose money in order to liquidate my bond and turn it to cash. Well, that's the measurement in banks. Banks have a core reserve that they have to maintain and when the bonds in that reserve go down in value, <laughs> their reserve requirement defaults. So they go below the watermark that is required as far as having reserves and assets in the bank that back the bank's loans and what's going on. Now the Federal Reserve, they have all these bonds on their balance sheet that they have bought over the years. And guess what? They're all low yielding bonds. So the bond portfolio at the Federal Reserve that they say is worth $8 trillion might only be worth $6 trillion. So they are in, in fact, if they were a bank, they would be in default. What this is gonna lead to the Federal Reserve in America right now is in the red. This has never happened before in the history of the Federal Reserve since it was created as a banking cartel in 1913 and named the Federal Reserve, which has nothing to do with federal. There's no federal oversight, ownership whatsoever. They make their own rules and they are all basically privately owned banks that stretch all the way to Europe and the Rothschild family, which conspiracy theory thinking would say that they are worth hundreds of trillions of dollars possibly because they own a piece of every bank in the free world. 
in hundreds of companies, countries. So that being said, are you prepared in 2024? Because this can of worms looks like it may be opened soon. Even some of the big, famous, well-known economists in America are predicting a major crash in 2024. Are you prepared? That's what I do for clients. I have a very unique approach to the financial world and financial planning. I have all these credentials and all these initials after my name. And what I really learned in all of that education was I was just basically a patsy for the financial world to gather all of your assets for their benefit. I have turned that game around and there my camera just went dead. So let me switch my camera. It just went dead. I'm going to change it. And we'll bring it right back. Okay, so there we are. I'll turn the other camera on and, and the first one, battery went. But what I was saying is my unique approach is about avoiding risk, having access to capital, and lower or eliminating as much tax responsibility as I can. That's what I do. You can find me at www.1stconsultantsinc.com. I work nationally in all 50 states. We do Zoom meetings. The first meeting that we have, I promise you I would not ask you to buy anything. It's just an educational meeting. And I can promise you that the education you will gain in 45 minutes or so will give you the ability to literally change your game plan. Some people say to me, says, well, you know, what do I do now? I already, well, we can't go back to the beginning and start the game over again, but we sure can start from today and change the outcome that was gonna be there. God bless you, get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, going over the screen right now. I guess there, oh, there it is, okay. Going over the screen right now. Go to cfo-project.com, you'll get an email, put your email address and name in there, you'll get an email with a link to download both of my newest books, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, and Financial Mastery Coaching. Again, I'm Tom Young. You can find me at First Consultants Inc. That's 1SDConsultantsInc.com. My calendar is there. You can set a Zoom meeting, a telephone meeting, whatever you want. Give yourself an opportunity to hear what I got to say. Take the opportunity and do something with it. God bless you all. We will see you here again in the not too distant future.